0: Good morning, welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Wednesday, December 2nd, 2020, brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist I've ever gone to, the only dentist I've gone to the last 27 years, give him a call, 317-849-2933. He's going to take great care of your teeth, your entire dental health, which is inexorably linked to your cardiac health, by the way. Call them, 317-849-2933 again. Let's talk about Indiana yesterday Indiana wasn't very good. they get beat 6644 that's the lowest point total that Indiana has put up since January 24th 2010 That's not good for the Hoosiers. I think they were exposed I think this is a team that's going to have trouble scoring the basketball Trace Jackson Davis he wasn't bad five of 12. Had 17 points. Let's talk about the good, the bad, the ugly. The good included Trace Jackson Davis. Also, they outscored the Longhorns from the line, 20-15. to Like we're digging deep to find good stuff when outscoring a team from the line is in the good. They held Texas to 39% uh, field goal shooting and 28% from threes. That's not bad. I thought Indiana played reasonably good defense yesterday. But coming off that game against Providence where they scored 29 and held Providence to 58 and really moved the ball with almost total impunity, I thought yesterday they were awful. I, I thought they, their movement lacked purpose. Their shooting was wayward. They could not create open shots. And, and when they did, they didn't find the hole. And and that's not good. You, you've got to be able to score the basketball, and and today they're going to have another opportunity against Stanford. Stanford looks pretty damn good. Uh, speaking of Stanford, Stanford, Anthony Leal was recruited and was a finalist for both Indiana and Stanford. It came down to those two schools. Leal chose Indiana. The Bloomington South product did. Yesterday he played eight minutes and he didn't put up a single statistic. And when I watched him, which was almost the entire time he was in the game, he never looked at the rim. He would catch open, supposed to be a good shooter, doesn't look to shoot. you got to put the ball in the hole. you got to at least put the ball at the hole, if not the ball in the hole. If you're going to be a guy, if you're going to play college basketball at the Indiana level, you have to think about coming into a game and scoring the ball when you come in late in a game like that. Al Durham also bad yesterday. Uh, His sprained ankle, it it looks like it it could keep him out for a little bit of time. Uh, We'll find out as time goes on exactly how long he's going to be out. They were out-rebounded yesterday, 48-29. There's a lot of bad. We do the good and the bad and the ugly. But my God, how much time do we have, right? Not a lot of time. Good morning to you. Thank you, Darnell. Um, Thanks for watching, Steve and Jack. This game was so terrible for IU fans The Bill Walton was a welcome distraction. That tells you exactly how little fun it was to watch this game. If you're you're enjoying the wit and wisdom of Bill Walton as an Indiana fan during one of these games, you know what? You've kind of hit rock bottom. Um, uh, Yeah, movement for movement's sake yesterday. I don't like movement for movement's sake. And and this offense, this year four. This offense ought to be able to do something. You ought to be able to answer uh, the defensive challenge of a team like Texas, which is substantial. Like, this is a very long, very fast, very athletic team that's really active on the defensive end. So playing against them immediately after playing against a team like Providence, you know what? That's going to be tough. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, but Indiana played against Texas. Purdue played against Oakland. We're going to get to the game between Purdue and Oakland, but that's not the lead today. When you play a team like Oakland, you're not going to be the lead. That's just the way it is. Uh, Indiana's got some work to do, and Archie Miller has some work to do to earn the trust of Indiana fans who want to see more than what was on display yesterday. This team has got to move forward. They have got to take a step forward. On the offensive end, defensively, I thought they played pretty well. They played with intensity. And this is a team where I, I have thought over the last uh three years, in fact, four years, uh, we can weave Tom Crean's last team into this, Um, that Indiana had had been filmed, to put it in Roy Hibbert's words, some selfish dudes in here. You, you had the offense being run in away and defensive play occurring where you didn't feel like everybody was bought in and and singing from the same hymnal you know what i mean now i think you do have that feeling i feel like these guys are pot committed to the the health and the competitiveness of the whole but man you got to find a way to score the ball some way or another if trace jackson davis is going to be your go to guy Somebody's got to knock down threes. Somebody's got to spread the defense. And, and that was not happening yesterday. Uh, Stanford, they play today at 1.30. Like I said, that game on ESPN, I can only assume that Bill Walton and Jason Panetti will be on the call. They've done all the afternoon games so far from the games that are played in Asheville, North Carolina. Walton's actually in San Diego and Panetti's in Chicago. And I don't like that because it encourages these guys not to pay attention to the game. Uh, yeah, they'll be up and down all year. I hope there's some up, Darnell. Uh, Purdue, they beat Oakland yesterday, 93 to 50. Uh, You know what? They hit 55% from the field, 53% from beyond the arc. Sasha Stefanovic was really, really good. Six of nine from the field. All of those shots were from beyond the arc. And uh, so that, uh, a very nice game. Um, Newman. And Stefanovic, they scored 21-20 and to lead the Boilermakers. Purdue's got a chance. At least Purdue always plays Purdue basketball, you know? And I don't really know what that is for Indiana. What's Indiana basketball? You know what I mean? What is it? Culturally, what is it? We know what Purdue is. Purdue, they're going to have a big guy like Edie, right? They keep finding these guys. You know, first it was Haas, then Harms, and now Edie. And and they're going to hit threes, and then they're going to d up, and they're going to play tough guy defense. Indiana, I think, is trying to figure out how to be tough guy, uh, tough guy defense, and and maybe they're on the precipice of doing that. But offensively, they have no personality whatsoever, and and that's disappointing. Uh, Colts news, good news from Rigoberto Sanchez on his Twitter feed. He says that surgery yesterday to remove that cancerous tumor. Was a success. Excellent. Great guy. Lots of prayers uh, around the country and, and specifically in central Indiana for the Colts putter, who's had a terrific, another terrific season. Uh, Colts back to work today. Huge game coming up Sunday. They win this game. They're 8-4 and four and all things are possible. And, and they finish, most importantly, they finished the third quarter of this season 3-1. and one. First quarter three and one. Second quarter two and two. Third quarter three and one. That'd be really good. Two and two this quarter, not so good. Can't have it. If you're seven and five, your path to the playoffs gets really weird. You're out way out on a skinny branch, and it's not likely you're gonna make the postseason. You win this game, you put yourself right in the talk for at least a wild card, if not the division championship. That should be the goal of this team. Anthony Costanzo, my God, find a way to play. I don't know what you have to do to get that knee right, that uh, strained or sprained MCL, but get on the field. Because if you've got J.J. Watt on the other side of the line and you're trying to mitigate him with Raven Clark, good luck, baby. You, you, ugh, nothing against LaRaven. Really, really nice dude. But you got no chance if it's Raven Clark V. J.J. Watt. Uh, Matt Painter is a really good coach, actually. I like Matt Painter a lot. Matt Painter is just an honest dude. Talking basketball with him, always a joy. Uh, The Texans, it's a good week to play the Texans. In fact, two of the next three games that the Colts play are against the Texans, and they're going to be without Will Fuller, the fourth or fifth, or however many Will Fullers there have been, and they're going to be without Brandon Roby as well, their best cornerback. Fuller leads the Texans in catches and in yards, uh, receiving. Roby is their best cornerback, losing both of those to PED suspensions. Timing excellent for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Pacers, they spoke to the media yesterday as workouts began. We heard from Domas Sabonis. Uh, I couldn't understand what he was saying because of the connection with the Zoom call, which was problematic. Nobody, nobody had a good connection, and, and really, it looked like he was sitting in a fog. They cleaned that up for Victor Oladipo, and that was a good thing because Victor had some things to say, some kind of troubling. I, I got to be honest. You know what? Everybody likes Victor Oladipo. He's a very likable guy, but when he sits there on a Zoom call and he answers questions about his future and whether it is going to be in Indiana with, with, with uh, that's out of my control, well, that's just crazy. How is it out of his control? In what way is it out of his control? I don't understand. He said it's God's will. Well, if if he wants to sign a contract to be here, you know what? I think the Pacers are going to give him a contract. I don't know if it's going to be at the level that Vic wants, but it is in his power to to sign a contract and make a lot of money to play basketball and stay in Indianapolis he could have said, I want to stay here. I want to make this my home long-term. He never said that. And he's never behaved that, right? He's got the house in Miami. So <clears throat> you, got a, you got a choice between a house in Miami and a house in Indianapolis. I'll tell you the truth, I'd live in Indianapolis, but I'm in the vast minority where it comes to that. Uh, he also said some other things yesterday. He said, I asked him about his health. He said that he is really healthy, he feels real good. He is looking forward to playing with this bunch of guys. Year two, he feels very good about. He feels really good about Nate Bjorkgren, and, and is looking forward to playing for him. Uh, he and Sabonis have intimated that this is going to be a little bit more like the Raptors offense, as you would guess, than what the Pacers did last year. And that's a good thing in a lot of ways. I think that fans are going to be very happy that that's the case. Uh, fans of the Pacers, not real thrilled over the years with Nate McMillan's offense. Maybe Bjorkren's will be a little more uh, up-tempo and a little more kind of 3-and-D type, uh, type of basketball. Um, yeah, and uh, you know what, Vic? I, I thought that from the... You know when Vic's not happy... Because Vic does a lot of this and, you know, no meaningful words come out. But yesterday I thought he conveyed some thoughts that give you reason to believe that there there is an excuse, at least if you're a Pacers fan, to be really optimistic about this season. I think Pacers are going to be fine. This is going to be... Kevin Pritchard is going to earn his money this year because he's going to have to make some decisions. Uh, where it comes to Victor Oladipo, you might lose him for nothing or... You can go get something for him, or you might be able to keep him. And those decisions, that's why they pay Kevin Pritchard the big bucks. Uh, What do the Texans do well? Let's go back to the Texans and the Colts. The Texans do not run the football well. They are 31st in rushing yards in the NFL. They are also 31st in interceptions. They have only picked off opponents three times. With Roby being on the PED list, Rivers could very well have a terrific day, and, but they are number two in net yards per pass attempt. Losing Fuller, that's a big loss for him. This Sunday is going to be an interesting game. Is it a must win? You know what? I, I, you better beat them Because if you don't, then you're going to have to win three of your last four in order to get to the playoffs at 10-6. Likely going to be 10-6. You need to be in order to get to the postseason. Nine and seven, not going to do it. I I took some heat last week, which was unbelievable to me, uh, believing that the uh, the high water mark for the the Colts is nine and seven. You know, I, or or the likely outcome is nine and seven. That's where they are. That's who they are. This is a nine and seven team. Philip Rivers. Over his last 10 seasons with the San Diego Chargers, I think he won more than nine games once. And posted uh, an aggregate losing record over those last 10 seasons. So, you know, it, most important position on the field in over 10 years, you know, being that, having the Chargers be that, an aggregate losing team. That's kind of who Phillip Rivers is. And, and so if you think through your own intellect and through your own kind of suaveness and, and through your implementation of offense that kind of lifts Phillip Rivers, it, you're going to be able to do much better than anybody else has been able to do, including this brain trust, right? It was Frank Reich and Nick Sirianni in San Diego. The last year, they were with Rivers. That team went 4-12, So they've been down this road before. You think you're going to outsmart NFL defenses for 16 games with Phillip Rivers as a quarterback? That is not going to be easy. You think you're going to get over on them 10 out of those 16 games? That's going to be tough. I I don't want to be a pessimist about the Indianapolis Colts, but you know what? They are what they are. And if they don't have Anthony Costanzo on Sunday, it's going to be a tough road to hoe against the Houston Texans. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we, on this Wednesday. Dennis Myers celebrating a birthday. Kathy Duelling, happy birthday. Megan Brown, uh, Jeff Beeson, Mark Walpole, former MS colleague. Happy birthday to Mark. The great Don Houser celebrating a birthday. Are you kidding me? Mark Samanda, how you doing, brother? Uh, Joe Culp, happy birthday. Donnie Lilly, a uh, uh, member of the first family of New Albany, Indiana, the Lilies. Uh, Mike Malewski, happy birthday. Eric Fisher and Andrew Shelton, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that is best done with an honest and specific compliment. Today, Inside Indiana Sports, we're going to get more in-depth about the Colts, and we're going to talk about the Indiana game uh, against Stanford this afternoon. We're going to do it after the Indiana game so we can kind of wrap what what the Hoosiers do this afternoon want to remind you you can get a copy of oops for you your entire family i i got to recommend buying them by the box uh, this is the book chronicles 37 mistakes i made in my life and what i learned from them it's available at amazon.com you can get it at audio.com or audible.com all the places you normally get books you want to hear me read this book You can do that. You can get it as an audio book. Not very expensive either, and i got to tell you the truth. It was a lot of work to charge the amount of money that is being charged for audio books. The work is is freaking daunting. So that's an investment. Uh, And uh, who doesn't want to spend time with me in the car, right? We'll talk to you a little bit later today inside Indiana Sports Now, hopefully celebrating a Hoosier win.